Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Oh, good morning. What a delight to be here with you today. You know, we always have little surprises in our life. And so I am living one at this moment, a surprise. Um, (laughs) Aren't we, Sherry? Uh, yes, any, it's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> that is about that is kind of what we have to look at when we go with second wind, and that's part of the reason I created this show. Is I wanted you to know that the second winds are full of surprises. There are these are the things that reach in and pull out your creativity that enable you to be more than what you were yesterday. So when I say second wind, I'm thinking not, oh, I've got to recreate myself, but oh my, what is coming up for me next? And it's going to be glorious and wonderful and exciting. These are the days in the early part of the year when the weather goes back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Cold, warm, cold, warm here in Texas, particularly, not so much for the east. And certainly for California, I think it stays the same no matter what. But, <laughs> but in Texas, we're kind of in one day it's sunny, one day it's dark. And that's kind of what life can seem about sometimes. One day it's sunny, one day it's overcast, one day it's sunny. So no matter where you are today, are you in a sunny period of your life? Are you in an overcast? It's going to get better. It's going to get richer. And we're here today to listen to the second wind of a friend of mine. Her name is Sherry Fink. Sherry Fink and I met years ago, and it is my pleasure that that happened to me. She is a bestseller, number one, award-winning, award-winning, if I can get it out here, award-winning author, president of the whimsical world of Sherry Fink, children's brand, and an international speaker. She writes books that inspire and delight children while planting seeds of self-esteem. I so like that. Our children so need this. Her first book, The Little Rose, was a number one bestseller on Amazon for over 60 weeks and became the number one top-rated children's ebook on Amazon. Sherry is the recipient of many literary awards, including three gold medals in the Reader's Favorite International Book Award, 
all five of her books are number one bestsellers. Yay, Sherry! <laughs> Sherry recently became a number one bestselling recording artist with the 2014 release of her first inspirational album, Love Notes. Love that. In 2013, her children's book series received the Gold Mom's Choice Award for Excellent in Family Excellence in Family Friendly Entertainment. Sherry has been was selected by CBS Los Angeles as one of the top three authors in her local area. A distinction she shares with Dean Kunitz. Kunitz did Kunitz. Thank you, Sherry. Uh-huh. And Sherry has was honored with the 2013 Extraordinary Inspirational Award for her long-lasting commitment to spreading inspirational messages of hope and self-esteem through her books, her moving life story, and her brand. You know, I've known Sherry always being an inspiration. <laughs> Sherry, you were always, even when I met you in that first workshop, when we were first with Jack, uh, Jack Canfield and his work, always an inspiration. But you have gone on to really, really live your dream. So welcome to the show today. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. I love what you said about um, helping people become more than you were yesterday. Yeah. That was so beautiful. I really, that, yes. I'm, I'm excited to hear the show. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, you know, when I look back, I, there are just so many wonderful things that you have provided for our children, for our families through your books, that it, it's your story is just one of giving, giving, giving. And I'm so proud to have you here with me today. So you started out with a little no I'm going to take them even back before the children's books. You started out with a daily, um, what would you call that, journal? Uh, mm-hmm. And what was included in that daily journal? Um, well, so I was so inspired from the, the time that we met um, when we were at Jack Canfield's Breakthrough to Success yes. that I needed a way to... Um, organize my thoughts daily on, you know, the things that he taught us. So I created the journal in order to be able to do that based on his teachings. Yes. And that was my very first book, um, my first experience doing anything like that. And I learned so much, which really came in handy when, you know, just a few months later, I decided that I was going to be extremely brave and publish my first children's book. Mm. <laughs> Now, I want to know, because I use this in some of my teachings, as a young little girl, did you enjoy writing? Was that always part of your uh, makeup? Um, interestingly, you know, I, I enjoyed writing for, like, fun mm-hmm. uh, as a kid. Like, mm-hmm. when other kids were out doing stuff with friends and whatever, like, a lot of times I was in my room writing stories, doing art, you know, creating board games, like, kind of like coming up with business ideas. Like I was just very entrepreneurial as a kid. 
Yes. I loved that stuff. That that was play for me. But writing in school, not so fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if, writing, you know, <laughs> different. You know, if you put a requirement on it for anybody, I think it kind of changes the whole freedom thing, the moving <laughs> yeah. forward, being who I am. You kind of have to uh, conform to what the teacher wants. So writing was a very rewarding part of your younger days, correct? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just loved creating uh-huh. and writing was a part of that. It was like a way to express myself, like creating art, painting, drawing, um, making things. Like I was always really crafty, like really into that mm-hmm. uh, type of thing. I, any way that I could express myself, I enjoyed. Mm. Now, are you an only child? Uh, I have one younger sister. Okay. Yeah. And where did you grow up? In I grew up in rural Virginia. Virginia. Rural Virginia in a, in a really small town. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh my gosh, you've you now you live in California, so <laughs> you have <laughs> changed there. Yes, you have. <laughs> well, yes, okay. Los Angeles is a little different, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Okay, tell us about your first book, The Little Rose. Oh, absolutely. It is about a rose that grows up in a weed bed. And because she's different, she believes that she's the weed. And Mm -hmm. she just wants to be like all the weeds around her because she sees them as beautiful. But they don't understand her because she's so different. So they make it hard for her. And so she has to go through a transformation in which she realizes that she's a beautiful rose no matter what anyone else thinks about it. And mm-hmm. it was inspired by um, a bullying incident. Mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful that the book has resonated with people because having the courage to publish that book and the, the results of that have changed my life completely. Mm-hmm. And um, thank goodness for the little rose. <laughs> right. Now, the bullying experience, did that happen to you later in life or as you were, or was the bo- book written from memories from? growing up um it happened as an adult actually in the workplace oh and yes yes and and it's interesting because um whenever i share that in in my talks or in interviews i always get notes from people or people come up afterward and say that's happening to me or Mm. i went through the same thing it's incredible Mm. how many people are facing that right yeah um well you know, we. I think it's happened forever. <laughs> I don't yeah. think we named it until the last few years when we put the word bullying to it. Um, you know, human beings as a nature can be very hurtful. Uh, we're just, some of us live in survival mode. Some of us live in harmony and glory. Some of us live in joy. It's We just all come from different backgrounds that have a affected us in our uh, adult lives. So, so from, so when we look at those, those incidences and how they have changed us, it really, it, well, it brought you to producing the little rose, which was such an important um, book for young people. And it, gave such a good message to all of its readers. You found that it was beneficial for 
children as well as adults, I'm sure. <laughs> Absolutely. And very yeah. healing for me, too, to be able to share that story and to see good in it, to take something that felt very, um, very, very challenging and yeah. take that adversity and transform it into something to plant those seeds of self-esteem for kids. Because I feel like if we just if we could somehow nurture that feeling within them as, as little kids, yeah. that okay. they're perfect the way they are, you know, yeah. I think if we could do that, then they make different decisions about who they are in the world and, and what's possible for them. And then if someone has a different opinion about it, they have such good self-esteem, such healthy self-esteem that they don't, they don't pay attention to that. Right. Yeah. Well, Sherry, we're going to stop here, go for a short break, mm-hmm. and then we'll be back to talk about your other books. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Do you want to get a contact high? Tune in for fun, inspiration, and motivation every Friday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Learn how to maximize your mojo and just say no to the status quo. Get inspired and motivated by a fun-loving coach who knows what it's like to get through this thing called life. With your High on Life coach, Audra Irwin, each Friday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time and 12 noon Eastern. Welcome to Podcasting by Professionals. My name is Keith with Radio Links Broadcast Marketing. And I am here today to introduce you to five top industry pros who will teach you everything you need to know to start your own professional podcast. At the end of the course, we think you'll be well on your way to becoming an expert host of your own show. By the way, please do visit our website. It is podcastingbyprofessionals.com. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We are talking today with Sherry Fink, a best author, selling speaker, uh, extraordinaire, lovely lady, <laughs> and the compliments go on and on and on. But Sherry and I were visiting about in the inspiration that trusting in what you do going forward is um, is a way of of moving you into being the best you. I'm not sure I said that very well, but inspiration about that's what her books are all about and so sherry tell us more about your whole thought behind your books um well you know what's funny is like i didn't really think that much about them to start with yeah um the little rose came at a time when i i was so um open that it just flowed to me and then I didn't even know it was a children's book until after Jack's conference when I had a random conversation with someone and that, that like lit the light bulb 
in me. And then I was on fire. I was like, oh, well, let me go ahead and get this message out because I had so much passion for instilling that self-esteem in kids. And then after the book came out, I thought, oh, I've checked the box. I've got a number one bestseller. That's awesome. I'm an author. You know, I'll move on to do something else. But then I got another idea and another idea. And then five years later, I have five number one bestselling books. So it was was more like a feeling about it versus Uh a strategy. And that's something that I've learned is that when you get that feeling where it's like really juicy and and fun sounding, or maybe also sounds really hard and scary. Like that's the perfect combination. Like that might be the next right step. Right. Even if you have no idea how you might be able to do it, um, that keep following that feeling has changed my life. And that's how I end up with all the books. And that's what led me down the path to the album and to so many other things that, you know, every day, like people might think, Oh, you've got a plan and you keep going. And, and that's sort of true, but, there's room for um, serendipity to come in and new opportunities and to be in the flow. And we know what that feels like because we know what it doesn't. We know when we're not. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it feels so much better to be in it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think about sometime in my life when I have tried to uh, follow the rules let's say. And I feel very restricted. I feel very closed down because I'm trying to follow somebody else's rules. And I'm always surprised when I allow the rules to fall away and for me to sit there and really receive what's inside of me or use what's inside of me. So is this what you're saying you do when you're writing a book? Do you sit down and just go, oh, I'm going to write a book today? Or do you write a little as it comes to you? Um, I think that's really powerful the way that you said that, actually, like not putting a lot of rules on ourselves mm-hmm. um, because it opens up. You, you have more freedom, and then your mm-hmm. creativity can really flow. I mean, mm-hmm. I have intention. Like mm-hmm. right now I'm working on my first novel for adults. And my intention yeah. is to write the book, but I don't mm-hmm. force myself. And I, and w- as a matter of fact, whenever I start thinking too hard about it, it doesn't flow anymore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It's, it's allowing myself the, the space and time to sit with it and allow ideas to flow and capture them. Mm-hmm. It's um, less about regiment for me and more about keeping myself in an inspired state. And I do that mm-hmm. by taking really good care of myself, by um, like working out, keeping my hydration really good, my nutrition, you know, on a healthy balance, and then also um, keeping negativity out of my life, like letting go of things that are energetic drains. So yes. if it's, um, you know, people or opportunities that don't feel great or just, just keeping a, a watch on that so that I have mm-hmm. enough energy and excitement that I can channel into whatever creative project I'm working on at the moment. Right. Yeah. Um, many times I've, I've, people are afraid to release like people in their lives that are negative. They're, they're, you know, they've been in their lives for so many years that the thought of letting somebody go or lessening their time with somebody might really have 
an impact on their life to move them forward is so far from their thinking that they don't um, do it. Uh, I know it's one of the things that I like to talk about in my workshops is always getting right with the people that you hang out with. So you're saying that you choose those, you make those decisions part of your daily life. Oh, yes. Yes. Because people show us who they are with their behavior. Yeah. And consistent behavior over time is indicative of someone's character. And Mm -hmm. I only want to be around people who are inspiring other people, who Mm -hmm. are uplifting other people, who want to be a part of change, you know, um, mm-hmm. not people who are sabotaging or who are catty or, you know, the moment I see those behaviors, I'm like, okay, this person's not for me. And mm-hmm. I gracefully let them go. Mm-hmm. There's no drama. You know, there's just, I just schedule right. less things with them. Right. Now in your growth, I, I, Sherry, I just can't ever imagine that you were ever catty about with anybody, but was there a, I mean, you are so positive um, and so warm that, I mean, was there a period that you had to give actual thought to changing your thoughts from negative to positive? Oh, yes, yes, because I feel like we're, um, but not in a catty way, but more like thoughts about myself. Because I was really hard mm-hmm. on myself. And now, like I, you know, I've consciously cultivated my thought process to be more positive. So instead of being critical of ourselves, like it's being more compassionate. You yeah. know, we're all doing the best we can. And when you're trying something new, that's when you need to be the most compassionate with yourself. <laughs> because you're not going to know right away. You know, you don't just go off and, you know... <laughs> right. The first time that you go to the gym, you're not you're not winning the competition. Then you know what I mean, like. Right. So, um, I, I think acknowledging our wins along the way and celebrating them uh, makes a huge difference. And, and a win would just be that I said I was going to go to the gym today, and I did. Yes. You know, it doesn't have to be a tremendous thing before we have a celebration for ourselves. Like, I think right. just nurturing and loving ourselves, and that and that by extension nurtures and loves other people more. Mm-hmm. Now, would you, do you have a daily morning routine that you do to help you prepare for the day? Do you mind sharing that? Sure. Um, well, I, I wake up and I, I get a warm a cup of warm water with lemon. Mm-hmm. And while I'm drinking that, I use um, actually something I just released a few weeks ago, my bliss book which uh-huh. is a new and improved journal <laughs> that oh. incorporated things that, that I've evolved into. So, so I took the original journal, and uh-huh. I took the things that, that were working for me originally from that, and then I've enhanced it with things I've learned since then. Like, Wonderful. Um, like one, of, one of the things that helps keep me on track is, like, there's certain things I do every day to nurture myself, and yes. one of them in the morning is meditation. Yes. So mm-hmm. I go to my bliss book. I write what I'm grateful for. I look at my top five priorities for the day. I set mm-hmm. my intentions on who I'm going to be. Like, do I want to be passionate, loving, inspiring, bold, um, courageous, uh, fun? You know, depending on what I'm doing for the day, I set those mm-hmm. intentions. And then Ooh, I like that. Um, thank you. Thank you. And yeah. then there's um, things in here that you track as you're taking action toward your dreams. And then there's mm-hmm. things that I want to make a difference every day. So I have yes. a list of things that um, 
like if I if I go to bed without having felt like I inspired someone, then I, that's mm-hmm. not that's not a great feeling to me. So I right. put it on my list to inspire somebody. And then, yeah. you know, throughout the day, I track my victories. I put down my um, ideas and inspired actions. I look at my serendipities, you know, my little, um, I got the perfect parking space at the perfect time or, <laughs> you know, those kinds of things. Like, because it, it, I think if you pay attention to the magic uh-huh. in our lives, uh-huh. we attract more of it. You know? th- and it also I- helps attune you to think more positively, too. Right. I always am so grateful and I send a gratitude the minute I get one of those ahas, the, one of those wonderful little surprises, you know, that come in the mail or, or the parking place that you say. I immediately say thank you. Thank you to the universe for that. Yeah. Just to keep your recognition going there throughout the day, not just in the morning. Absolutely. So, yeah, I'm sure you do yeah. the same thing. Um. Well, and there's something for, for me sh- that's powerful about writing it. Uh-huh. That's key for me. Like yeah. um, writing it each day, and then you can go back and you can look and you say, "Oh wow!" After you know a year of writing a gratitude list, eight things a day. Think how many gra- <laughs> how many things you're grateful for at that point. It's and there's no so repeats powerful. in there. No repeats. I, I, my goal is to not repeat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like I've been doing it for almost five years, so there's possible wow. that there's been a repeat. But yeah. but my goal is to not consciously repeat something. Okay. Now, for our listeners, that could seem like over the top uh, list of things to do. But actually, about how long does it take you, roughly, in the morning? Like to have five it? minutes or less. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's really, it's really quick because it just attunes you to your day. Yeah, it just gives you focus. That's it, and it's not a matter of tracking everything. It's a matter of rewarding yourself for your intention and your action. Mm-hmm. Now, do you do the acknowledgement mirror exercise in the evenings? Yes, yes, yeah. and sometimes yeah. I sometimes I'm not as good about it. Like if I'm on vacation or if I have company or you know those yeah. kinds of things, um, right. I'll let myself slide a little bit, but. But yeah, it's and, and I think too, like it's the inner dialogue. It's not just in the mirror at night when you mm-hmm. look at it. It's like every mm-hmm. time I see, like when I'm in the mirror at the bathroom or um, in the in the grocery store, I catch my reflection. I say something nice to myself. Oh, I and like I didn't that. Do that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just something really quick, you know, yeah. and, it, and it it retrains your inner thinking, so that like. You know, if you if you're out and you make a mistake, you, you say something wrong or whatever. There is no mm-hmm. real wrong, but mm-hmm. you know the old things that would have made us like pull back in our shell. <laughs> you just laugh and you keep moving. You know, you're like, oh man, I'm hilarious. You know, <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, for our listeners, the mirror exercise is one of those exercises that um, I learned. I, Louise Hay does it. Uh, Jack Canfield does it in his workshops. And I don't really know where it originated, but that's not important. Um, it's about standing in front of the mirror and appreciating yourself, looking yourself in the eye and saying what you did that you liked that day. It's just another way of saying, I love myself. And to do that through the day, I think is a wonderful addition because normally when we look in the mirror, we're going to pick out the one thing that doesn't set well with us. So Mm -hmm. I think turning to the positive and looking at, Oh, I like the way that looks on you is a wonderful idea. 
I think I'm going to incorporate that. But we're going to be back after this short break. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. The WooHoo Radio Network presents the Diva Download with Tracy and Tasha. If you think Diva is all about attitude and drama, think again. The Diva Download is the premier online radio program where girls of all ages, shapes, sizes, and colors get together to redefine what it means to be a diva so that all girls can discover their inner diva and develop a healthy sense of self-worth and self-esteem. Being a true diva means you're diverse, involved, value-driven, and active. That's today's diva. If you want to celebrate the girl in your life through education, encouragement, empowerment, and entertainment, join us every week on Tuesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and celebrate the essence of being a girl only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. Welcome to Podcasting by Professionals. My name is Keith with Radio Links Broadcast Marketing, and I am here today to introduce you to five top industry pros who will teach you everything you need to know to start your own professional podcast. At the end of the course, we think you'll be well on your way to becoming an expert host of your own show. By the way, please do visit our website. It is podcastingbyprofessionals.com. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Our guest today is Sherry Fink, a number one best-selling author, founder of Whimsical World of Sherry Fink, children's brand, and international speaker. My friend likes to wear wigs that are brightly colored, and it's just, when you see her with one of these wigs, I want you to go to her website, because you would you would experience just the fun of looking at her. Go to www.sherry, S-H-E-R-I, capital F-I-N-K, dot com. And you will see a delightful woman there with this. Where did these wigs start, Sherry? It's uh, kind of unique that you're doing them. Yeah, you know, it was actually, that was a serendipity, too. Um, about a year and a half ago, I did my first event for PBS. Uh-huh. And the night before, I playfully asked my fans on Facebook, should I go brunette or Smurfberry blue? Because my <laughs> friend had given me a fun wig, you know, just, just a few weeks before that. Yes. For a fun day we did in Hollywood. Uh-huh. And, uh, and of course, my fans said blue. And then uh-huh. I thought, oh, my gosh, like, can I really do it? Like, am I brave enough to pull this off? I would have thought that a lot of courage. Yes. <laughs> so, but I thought, you know what? My fans want it. I'm going to do it. Like, I'm just going to be brave, and we'll see what happens. And so I'm a woman of my word. I, put, I, I wore the wig. I had so much more fun. I didn't even realize I had it on most of the time, mm-hmm. but I, I just, I realized like it, it made me feel more, um, 
I don't know, I just felt like a superhero. And I love that feeling. Mm-hmm. And people were excited. And then afterward, they were like, oh, my gosh, I love that so much. What's the next color? What's the next style? What's what, what, you know, and so I thought, well, let me go try some on. And turns out I actually love them. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing it ever since. And it's kind of become my thing, like coincidentally. Mm-hmm. But um, it just makes it more whimsical and fun. And who doesn't want more whimsy and fun? <laughs> so now you are the proud owner of a, uh, a you must have several, because I've seen several I do. different wigs. I do. Yeah. <laughs> and growing. Yes. I have a yeah, growing. <laughs> now, I don't want this to slip by too quickly for my listeners. When you whimsically or just off the cuff went to your list, your readers, your audience, your fans, you ask a question for gathering information, but then you also shared something else. You shared that it took courage, that it was, you got uncomfortable, even with all your acclaim, that you became uncomfortable with the thought of, can I do this? Am I big enough to do this? And you did it. And I think that's something that a lot of people, when they're going into creating their new life, have to get pretty comfortable with. And that is the meeting the boundary, pushing it out, and and just going forward. Would you agree? It's so true. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, um, I'm in that state so much that my friend told me last week, he said, your comfort zone is being out of your comfort zone. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I hear that so much. Um, well, you know, I think sometimes people look at people that are in the limelight, such as you are, um, and think they don't have the same challenges that they experience, but you do. It's just Absolutely. The, the the more you go, the more you, you push through that fear, the easier it is every time to keep pushing through the fear. Correct? And yes. So you develop a habit for it. But like one of my fans said to me, she's a writer too, and she said, I can't wait until I get where you are and then I'll be brave and I won't be afraid anymore. (laughs) And I was like, oh, that's adorable because you will still be afraid. You'll just be afraid of different things, (laughs) you know, and you just keep moving anyway because Uh you just get bigger and bigger opportunities, right? And as we grow, like you said, it's important to like embrace that feeling of being uncomfortable because that's how we grow. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to stagnate in a place that you're comfortable, even if that was your high you know, even if that was beyond where you were before, because mm-hmm. that's not fun. You want to continue to evolve and challenge yourself to make it to the next level and the next level. And and you know that you've handled everything up to this point in your life because you're still here. So you can mm-hmm. definitely handle this, whatever right. it may be. So there must be now in your spirit, a willingness of risking and not being perfect all the time. Yes, I have gotten very good at that. (laughs) (laughs) And that's nature. Most people grow up thinking they have to be perfect. Yeah, and we all, I think a lot of times um, because of our culture, we we aspire to be. 
but mm-hmm. the best things happen when we're not. And and that's something like, um, as you know, I'm taking guitar lessons. Yay. Trust me, I am not perfect. <laughs> and sometimes as I'm learning this whole new, it's like a new language, right? It's, a, mm-hmm. it's like a physical, mental language that I've never been exposed to before. I never even touched a guitar until I bought mine last year. Mm-hmm. So I find myself at times like hearing the old programming, you know, where I want it to be perfect or I want to start over completely because I didn't get the right note on that song or, you know, but then I'm like, no, 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 you're, you're exactly where you need to be. You're mm-hmm. perfect exactly where you are. You're learning, you mm-hmm. know, so I talk to myself like that. When things when I when that happens, yeah. Why did you decide to do the guitar? I mean, there's so many musical instruments out there, but why were you drawn to the guitar? I always wanted to play it Ah. ever since I was a little kid, Mm -hmm. and I grew up. You know, I grew up in rural Virginia. We didn't have. We just didn't have the resources for you know music lessons or even an instrument or any of those things. So I never touched an instrument. And I've just always been enamored with the guitar. And then last year, I just thought, you know what? What am I waiting for? I'd had it mm-hmm. on my goal list since BTS, the the, mm-hmm. the conference that we met at mm-hmm. five years ago. And I thought, you know, I'm just going to go into the store and check it out. I'm just going to book some lessons and see what happens. So. Right. Well, I think the guitar probably would be a popular instrument in Virginia, Right. I mean, it's I guess, definitely. I, mean, I, don't, I never was around any musicians. Well, you can. So always I don't know. Look at Texas, it's a popular instrument here with our country <laughs> and Western music. Now, I want our listeners to be able to also go to get your book. I certainly want to get your book. So, tell us how we can get your Bliss book, so that we can start structuring or start working on our dates. Oh, sure. Um, you can order it at www.yourblissbook.com. And one of the best things is that right now I can personalize and autograph the book for you if you order through yourblissbook.com. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Okay. I want a good one for me. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you'll have in there a, an affirmation. Because you just created oh. an album of affirmations. Yes, yes. Awesome. And I do Tell us about that. In there too. Um, well, the album is called Love Notes, and the whole purpose behind it is to help um, instill more positive messages and, and mm-hmm. like you said, transform our thinking. So mm-hmm. there are songs on the album that are affirmational, that um, affirm the goodness within each of us, and that the action that we're taking and remind us you know, that we're loved and that we matter, basically. Mm-hmm. And and my intention is to create more love, passion, and aliveness in people's lives. And, um, and I get such beautiful feedback on it. It's amazing. Like, I never thought I would have an album. That's yeah. something that someone approached me and wanted me to contribute a song on, uh, contribute a track to an album that he was compiling. And yeah. I thought, you're crazy. Like, how, how on earth could I do that? And mm-hmm. then I remembered something that I wrote a few years ago when I was um, going through something challenging that I wrote for myself to, re- to remember who I really was beyond my circumstances. Mm-hmm. And I called it, remember who you are. Right. And at the time I would read it over and over and over throughout the day, whenever I needed to. And so oh. I remembered that and I went back and I read it and I was like, Oh my gosh, like I feel so vulnerable. Like, I don't know 
I've never had a song before, you know, but the producer really believed in me. And so I recorded the track and the album came out and it hit number one. And then my mm. track outsold all the other tracks. So he contacted me two days later and said, how about your own album? <laughs> like, oh, you are crazy. <laughs> but there was something about it while I was thinking about it. I was like, you know, that sounds juicy and delicious and completely scary. Mm-hmm. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. And I'm so now, when glad, you say you recorded so your own track, are you saying it? Are you singing it? Uh, you know, I can just, I'm it's, thinking singing, but do you sing? It's spoken word. But it word. sounds like it sounds like the things that you wish someone would whisper into your ear. Ah, uh-huh. And it has beautiful music. Uh-huh. And and actually, we're toying around with the idea of really releasing a dance remix version. <laughs> a what? Dance, a dance remix version. Ah, yeah. So okay. like really upbeat music you listen to in the car, or you know that kind of thing. So oh, we'll see. Okay. But, okay. but I'm definitely working on a second album that'll come out um, sometime this year. And who knows? We may have more. But uh, <laughs> I, just, I think it's so powerful hearing the messages that we all need to hear. I mean, yes. even me, like my friends, like if I have an off day, they're like, oh, you know, you need to listen to Remember Who You Are. I'm like, oh, yes, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you for saying that because... You know, we all, that's part of our human side where we all have an off day and we need to be oh, yeah. remind ourselves that it's okay. It's just one day and tomorrow is the, another day. But as long as that's we right. can go to our tools, and I call these tools for your toolkit, um, that's okay. We can use those to help us return to our brilliant selves. Where do they find, where do they get the album? Oh, on Amazon. You just search for Love Notes or my name, Sherry Fink, and you'll find it right there. And and it's only like $4.45 and you can get it for instant download. And I'm telling you, the fan mail it's amazing. Uh-huh. Like the book, the books people write to me and I get beautiful messages about those, but for some reason, the album, people write me multiple paragraphs. Uh-huh. Like, I feel like I know you. I listen to you every <laughs> night before I go to bed. It just puts me in such a great place. You know, yeah. it's amazing. And to be able to touch the lives of adults and children. Yeah. Um, that's something that I'm finding, you know, as many of your listeners are like, I'm evolving and I don't really know what that path looks like, but I'm trusting yeah. my inspiration. Well, we are going to a break again, and we'll be back with Sherry Fink. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff. 
and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's baby and toddler instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With baby and toddler instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lipman on toginet.com. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We are having so much fun today. Sherry Fink and I have had a history together, as you may say. We started on our dream path. Uh, are we... Well, I don't know. We may have started a little bit before we met, but certainly <laughs> we were brought together to share this journey. And Sherry, um, did you have, when you were growing up in Virginia, did you have a dream that you, in your heart, did you have one or did you know there was this dream inside you? Not specifically. I mean, I knew that I wanted to overcome the circumstances in which I was born. Mm-hmm. I knew that. I mm-hmm. knew I wanted to make a big difference in the world. I knew I wanted to help my family. Um, mm-hmm. As a young kid, like, I really, I don't know, I, I really wanted to change my family's destiny. Mm-hmm. And um, so that was something. And then, and then I just had all these creative inspirations, like... I was starting my own little businesses as a kid. Like, that was play for me. Uh-huh. And so that was really um, what I focused on. And then I wanted to do really well in school so I could go to college because no one in my family had ever gone before. And mm. then I wanted to get my master's degree. And so there were all these things, like, that I used as kind of um, guideposts, I guess. But, mm-hmm. but no, I, I had no idea that I would be... <laughs> running a children's brand or writing a novel or, you know, even, even playing guitar. Like that was such a huge like stretch from where I grew up and where I came mm-hmm. from that mm-hmm. I couldn't possibly have known I'd be doing it. Right. But I think what I heard, as you mentioned all that, that there was just a desire to grow, to change, to reach outside yourself and there was also an internal knowing that it's possible. Would you agree? Yeah, I hoped it was. I hoped yeah. it was. Like I I had huge ambitions even as a kid and I I mean I've I've done amazing things compared to, 
you know, what you might expect for someone in my circumstances. Yeah. So right. I had, I always had hope and I always worked mm-hmm. toward that. Right. But yeah, my, but my dreams now, like I'm beyond, the things I'm doing are beyond my wildest dreams. <laughs> and I keep just dreaming bigger. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. You need to re- you keep re- revising that goal list, I bet. <laughs> oh, yes. yes. Thinking, but it's not oh, just 101 okay. for me. I check them off all the time. And I add more all the time. It just, it just continue uh-huh. flow. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, do, you, do you attribute your success in reaching your dreams by the law of attraction or... Would you say you've used all of those tools? I would say, like, um, <laughs> I would say number one is alignment, which uh-huh. could be you could interpret it partially as law of attraction. I think, I think getting in alignment with what you really want, and then lining yeah. up your life to support the entrance of it. Yes. So, like, if you're overscheduled and you have a goal to write a book, you're never going to yeah. write it. Yeah. Because you have so mm-hmm. many things already blocking that pipeline, right? Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. getting your life to a point where you're eliminating the things that, that take away from that energy so that you can focus on it, mm-hmm. puts you in alignment mm-hmm. and then focusing on what you, the outcome you want and the feeling that you want to have when you're finished with it mm-hmm. puts you in alignment. So I think number one will be alignment. Mm-hmm. I think number two is like taking action. I'm oh, really definitely. good about taking action. Yeah. And I wasn't always like that. Like I, when I get an inspiration, I go for it and I know don't wait because you don't want to freak yourself out about it. Like you just have right. to go. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well now so, do you taking action all... and then not giving up because yeah. it's not always easy. You know, it might yeah. look like it to someone, but the people who are successful, I mean, they try and try and try multiple ways, multiple times. Like you just have to keep going. You keep getting back up and you learn and you're like, okay, well, I'm not, you know, I, I'm not going to do it that way again. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. onward. But one of the things that I think you have been very good at doing is allowing playfulness to be part of your journey. I oh, think yeah. that's important. important. Where you kind of yeah. step back and take yourself out of this rigid, I will do this, I must do this. You allowed it to be more playful. Um, yes, and, and I think that's fun. huge. Thank you. Yeah, yeah right. it, it's made a huge difference for me. And I think um, a lot of times we get really hard on ourselves and we're like, oh, I didn't do that or I didn't whatever. But mm-hmm. I'd rather just set rewards for myself for doing things. Mm-hmm. I'd rather mm-hmm. bribe myself <laughs> to achieve, <laughs> to get done the things I need to get done in order to achieve my goals, the things that uh-huh. aren't as appealing at the time, like uh-huh. set, a, set a reward. You know, yeah. if I if I write the amount that I want to this week, then I'll get a massage. You know, cool. um, if I go to the gym this many days the week, which is my goal, then I will get to take three hours off on Sunday and go to this beautiful garden and meditate or whatever you want to do. You know, whatever right. rings your bell. But um, that that makes such a difference to me, and, and to incorporate fun like. Um, and challenge yourself at the same time, like to try new things. Like, like we mentioned the guitar lessons and mm-hmm. I'm learning two other things right now too. One is belly dancing, which uh-huh. has always intrigued me and also uh-huh. was very scary. <laughs> but I'm what taking lessons. You know what? I actually love it. Uh-huh. Well, because it's your body and I never took dance lessons. Uh-huh. And 
and a lot of people have. So going into an environment where I don't know how to count music, I don't know basic steps. I don't, you know what I mean? Like I've never done anything like that. Mm -hmm. And, and also to reveal your stomach. Like, I think a lot of women can relate to that. Like, no matter what size you are or how fit you are or how fit you think you are, that's, that's like, (laughs) for some people, that's a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. It gets into the privacy issues. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There's all kinds of things that, that challenges and that it, but it, but turns out I went to the first lesson and I'm a natural, I'm good at it. And I couldn't (laughs) believe it, you know? But it's fun. It's so fun. I love the music. I love the flow. I love the meaning. I love all of it. It's so Uh sensual, you know, and and so that's something. And then the other thing is I'm learning to cook. I have never known how to cook, and I never thought I wanted to until Uh I went to Paris and I had lunch with one of my friends, and he is so passionate about cooking, and I thought, gosh, I have so much passion and creativity in other areas of my life. What if I could flow that into cooking? Mm-hmm. You know, and so yeah. he's helping me do that, and it's exciting, and it's something that seemed like a chore to me before, but mm-hmm. it's making it fun. Wonderful! So he's actually teaching you. He's kind yeah, of via Skype the from Paris. Oh, you're skyping from Paris to cooking. I yes. love that. <laughs> <laughs> See, so you never know the how, but it shows itself. <laughs> Oh, I see. And and what we've figured out is like, I love the presentation of food. Like, I like the creativity in that more than the prep work. So, after I make something, I take a photo of it. I present it really nicely on a plate for myself, which Uh in the past I would have just done a paper plate, you know. Um, (laughs) But I take a picture and then I share it with him, my coach. And so Uh then he can comment like on that. And so, and last night I'm so excited because I mastered sunny side up eggs. <laughs> you oh, know, and it's know like that's a French. celebration. <laughs> yeah, just such a celebration oh. for me because I didn't know how to do it yeah. before, and now I can, and yeah. it's fun because I I know how to do it. You know, it just anyway. So that's just an example of the way that I think about my life, and I want to live passionately in all areas of my life. When I recognize a deficit, I try to flow energy into that area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So wise, so wise to not limit ourselves. because I'm thinking here as you're telling this, we've gone from writing the book to, um, well, the journal, which you're first, into children's books, where you certainly uh, achieved a claim there with your, is it four or five books? Five. Five. And now you're doing an album and called The Love Notes, and you're working on a novel for adults. You're, <laughs> you're learning how to belly dance, play the guitar, and cook. Those are all yes. that's very, that's a very wide <laughs> spectrum of beautiful exercises and jobs and, and just joy, just fun things to do in anybody's life. So, yeah. Sherry well, I don't think we should limit ourselves, you know? I think we right. should be open to inspiration and follow it and just trust and keep taking that next step. See what happens. <laughs> well, you are a beautiful example of this. Also, if my friends that are listening would like to follow you on Facebook, how would they do that? Oh, you just they go do to www.facebook.com slash Sherry Fink fan. Okay. And I respond to all my messages on there and love connecting with my fans. 
Oh, cool. Sherry Fink, what? Fans? Fans? Fan. F-A-N. F-A-N. Okay. Well, Sherry, uh, okay, the only thing we have not talked about is your uh, website, and that is? www.sherryfink.com. You made that so simple for all of us. We appreciate that. Thank you very much for being with us this morning, Cherry. You have been a delight. We have really had a good time. I thank you for your encouragement to go for it this morning. And I, I just wish you the best on your future as you continue to expand in 360 degrees around your glorious body. Um, we, we appreciate that you are here leading us with your inspiration. So thank you for being with me this morning. Thank you. It was an honor. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the, we've talked about so much this morning, investing with Sherry. She's expanded us. And I want you to take the words that you heard, which were so many, and just put two or three of them into your life today and see how you expand. Always coming from the positive, always recognizing the genius that's part of who you are, the special part of who you are. You know, we're, we're not inclined to do that. So it's really an effort that we have to put through, put forth in the beginning to change who we are and move us in to our second wind. I have loved being with you this morning and bringing Sherry Spinks' genius to you, which I think is so special. So go to the website, get the information that you need from her, join her fan base, and I will be with you next week. Thank you. Enjoy the week. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services and 